Hey ladies, it's your girl Brittany. I hope you are all doing well today. I am so excited to introduce the new series for the month of May titled Housekeeper. In this series, we are going to talk about what it takes to keep Christ in the center during tough transitions in our lives. We are all housekeepers. But before we get started, let's pray. God, we thank you for this day and all you have done for us. You are so good and so worthy of our praise, Father. Help us to become more like you each day. Show us how to be examples of your love. Lord, as we move forward in these unpredictable times, we pray that you would surround us with your protection. Allow us to be keepers of our homes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. All right, ladies, as you know, before we dive in, I like to start with a funny story. So I'm visiting my dad in Texas right now. I've been with him for about a month now. And every Tuesday, him and his neighbors, a few neighbors, get together for what they call social distancing taco Tuesday. So they all gather on my dad's property six feet apart and enjoy tacos together, which I think is pretty neat. And I've been able to join in with the festivities here lately. Well, during this last Taco Tuesday, Judah gave me the scare of my life. So him and the neighbor, the little boy next door, that is the neighbors, <laughs> were playing. And you know those little, little red little tight cars that you have to push with your feet? I remember playing in those as a kid and loving them. Well, the little boy next door and Judah were playing. Um, Judah was inside the car and the little boy was pushing him down this hill that my dad has. Now, Next to this hill is just two very steep concrete concrete slopes. Well, the little boy lost control and Judah went flying down one of these concrete slopes towards a huge cedar tree. Well, I was eating a taco, seeing my baby just plummeting down a hill, threw my taco and leaped like I was an Olympic gold medalist runner. My dad laughed after it was all over saying, Britt, I've never seen you run so fast. And he was right because I saw my 26 hours of labor going to Hades. Up in flames, y'all, I thought my baby was about to meet his maker. You know it was a bad situation when, by the grace of God, Judah landed safely from going down that steep hill, missed the cedar tree. And the adults stood up and started clapping, y'all. My heart was in my butt. I was terrified. I thought my baby was seriously a goner. But thankfully, Jesus was watching out for him. Um, he listens to grandma's prayers and mama's prayers, and he was okay. Not only was he okay, but he wanted to get back in the car and do it again. Y'all, I gave birth to a thrill seeker. And having no fear is good, but some fear is healthy. And I just pray that as he grows, wisdom develops. <laughs> Heavens, y'all, I'm in trouble. But anyways, what comes to your mind when you think of the term housekeeper? Most of us think of a maid. At least I thought of a maid. According to Webster's Dictionary, one of the definitions of keep is to refrain from granting, giving, or allowing. In this episode of the Housekeeper series, we are going to talk about how to refrain from granting the enemy permission to come in and wreak chaos and disorder in our homes. Military-wise, we have a job to do. The Lord is calling us to rise up and be the keepers of our homes, to crush the enemy and put him to shame, to restore order in our households once again. 
Proverbs 14.1 from the Passion Translation says, Every wise woman encourages and builds up her family, but a foolish woman over time will tear it down by her own actions. Ladies, the Lord has given us the authority to either build up or tear down our homes by how we conduct ourselves in our families. We need to remind ourselves the Lord has called us to be encouragers and builders of our husbands and children. Well, how do we do that? We speak life. Proverbs 18.21 from the Passion Translation says, Your words are so powerful that they can, that they will kill or give life. And the talkative person will reap the consequences. Ladies, we have got to start speaking life. When is the last time that you told your child, You is smart, you is kind, you is important. <laughs> I love that movie, but really, when is the last time you looked your child in the eyes and spoke words of pure encouragement to them? This is a question I asked myself the other day, and it made me reflect on my own actions. I, I tell Judah that I love him. And that he is smart. But do I encourage him outside of clapping when he puts his toys away or throw something away in the trash can? No, no, I don't. And shame on me. When is the last time I sent my husband an encouraging message about how handsome and strong he is and thanked him for his sacrifice to our country and for providing for our family? I have a choice to use my mouth to build up my husband and my children or destroy them. I proclaim that from here on out that you and I are going to build our house upon the word of the Lord, that I will speak life and encourage my children. The Bible says that it is the woman, the women at home that divide the plunder of the enemy. And I will not stand here for one more second and let Satan use me to tear down my family. That ends today. We are the head and not the tail, above and beneath in Jesus Christ we have the victory I declare life over my husband that he will not fall into temptation that he will keep his covenant to me that our marriage will succeed he is a mighty man of valor who walks with the Lord my children were chosen by God for me and I'm raising mighty men and women of God who will serve the Lord all the days of their lives everything they put their hand to according to your will will prosper in Jesus name Satan you cannot have my marriage my children get out of my house I speak life so death flee from this family we will not be and will not be a house that is divided we will stand on the word of the Lord and we will have peace in this house in Jesus name hallelujah Joshua 24 15 from the NIV says but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you then choose for yourself this day this day whom you will serve whether the gods of your ancestors whether the gods of your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living but as for me and my household we will serve the Lord this verse leads to point two. Point one was be an encourager. Point two is to don't let is to not let God become stale in your home. Like that old bag of chips in your pantry. <laughs> but seriously, don't let serving God become undesirable to you and your children. I can remember the few times my parents tried to do a family Bible study, and it was awful. We all dreaded it. We sat around the table, read the Bible, discussed one thing, and went our separate ways. How boring. COVID-19 has really made this a challenge. 
Because who wants to spend time studying the Bible with your family when you're surrounded by them 24-7? Good gracious. So how do we do this? We shake things up and share the adventure of who God is to your children. God is not boring. The Bible is exciting, so read it like it's exciting. Kids and teens alike enjoy listening to stories. As you read the Bible, be sure to reflect and explain what is going on in detail and ask some reflective questions along the way, age appropriate, of course. And use some object lessons. Jesus did this all the time when he told parables. One of my favorite object lessons, and you are welcome to use this. You're welcome. Just kidding. I got it from a youth pastor um, from my past. He took two sponges. He soaked one in muddy water and one in clean water. And he took them out and squeezed them. And used the verb Proverbs 4.23, which is above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. And those sponges were reflective of our hearts. Everything we let in our heart, whether it was dirty or whether it was clean, whether it was, you know, raunchy music, whether it was pure Christian music, whether it was MTV or whether we were watching pure things on TV, the friends we were keeping and the jokes they were telling, you know, keeping good friends, keeping wholesome friends, everything you do, everything you soak up will come out. What is flowing from your heart? I will never forget that object lesson and neither will your children. I encourage you to use it if you haven't already. It's a good one. Keep the Bible interesting and fun for your family. You can do it, Mama, because God says you can. Don't just take my word for it, but pray and ask God to show you unique ways to study the Bible with your family, including your husband. It is so challenging being a military spouse and dealing with distance. It can really put a strain on your marriage. So it is definitely important to be staying in God's word together. My husband and I use you use version to connect while we are apart due to military obligation. If you have never heard of YouVersion, it is a Bible app that is easily downloadable to any mobile device. I love it because you can pick the plan you want to study together and write comments about what you learned that the other one can read on their own time. It goes day by day and helps keep each other engaged and accountable for reading the Bible. Let's build up our household, ladies. Our families are counting on us. We can do this in Jesus' name. I love y'all, and don't forget to check for the takeaway questions on the Red Stain Shoes Instagram. I wanted to let you guys know that this is the last month we will be doing it that way. Next month, the takeaway questions will be included on the newsletter, so don't forget to subscribe to it on the Red Stain Shoes website. I love y'all, ladies, and I'll catch you next week during the takeaway question session. Peace!